welcome to Paranormies Around the Campfire. My name is Reinhard von Krieger, and I'm joined with my co-host, not intern this time, uh, Jack Hoffman. Jack, how are you doing? Hey, check me out getting promotions. Of course. I mean, can't promote your Twitter exactly, but... Oosh. Damn. That's okay. No, Enough. I'm glad to have you as a, as a host this time around. Yeah, no, definitely. All right. Um, as always with this show, um, so this is actually a second episode, but with this show, uh, we'll only be posting it on our website and through Telegram and our RSS. Uh, we'll show all that at the end of the show, um, but let's just go ahead and get started. Uh, we are joined by Pascal this evening, and he's got a couple of very interesting stories. Um, do you want to give us a little bit of background on where you're from? Hi, I'm Pascal. I'm from Hungary. I'm an artist. I'm in my 20s. That would be really about it. Awesome. Um, If you've got any of your art posted online, you can always uh, give us a link and we can put it in the show notes. Thanks. Of course. Yeah, your images that you sent me are really good. Definitely up our alley. So I can't wait to see more. Um, So you've got two stories with us tonight. Yes, yes. I have two stories. One of them is a well, I wouldn't say standard, but it's pretty common a sleep paralysis story involving a shadow man. Oh, and by the way, if my uh, accent is problem or I have trouble expressing myself, uh, please forgive me. I'm a na- native Hungarian speaker and English isn't exactly up my alley. My second story, or it might actually be my first, is a funny one where I actually jinxed somebody and I had a clairvoyant knowledge about it. Okay, so, so some kind of some kind of like premonition. Yes, yes. I wouldn't say premonition. I uh, yeah. When we get there, you will understand. Uh, which one should I start with? Um, it's up to you. Uh, we can start with the the sleep paralysis. Okay, okay. So this happened like I think three years ago, uh, at the end of February or in early March. Uh, actually, I was listening to Paranormies the night before I went to bed. And uh, I'm pretty sure that there was uh, UFO abductions mentioned in that episode. It might be important later. So that night I had a very, very strange uh, dream. You need to know about me that I live in this uh, big city called Budapest. And basically in my uh, dream, I was uh, it was late night. I was on, in the city, on the streets. I was walking home uh, and there were a few people on the streets but uh, not very many it was pretty empty and those people uh, didn't look like people they like washed out oily shadows so i was walking home and uh, when i reached the uh, gate of the house i was i was uh, i tried to get inside but like a strange force uh, take over my legs and I walked and it walked me very very far away so you walked oh you ended up walking away from yes, your house yes. it, it, it was in my dream by the way and right just just to be clear and it, it was against my will I mean I tried to go in, get inside the house but I just couldn't made me walk very far away so I regained control of myself and then find my and I found myself on the streets again and I started going back home again so I managed to reach the house door again. I managed to get inside. I started walking up the stairs. And as I le- reached the flat, I mean the f- door of the flat, 
I try to open the, this door, but once again, uh, I feel something pulling me away from the from the door, and I and this time I get this dreaded feeling that something terrible is going on inside my room, and I need to get inside. Hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, but alas, I got uh, dragged away from the door once one more time, and I once again find myself on the streets, and this time I. I realized that I that this just literally happened right before this moment, and I and I started to think, and I come to the conclusion that I'm in in a, in a dream, and something is standing next to my bed, and and I had this, uh, and I come to the conclusion that uh, UFOs are abducting me, probably because I watched this uh, watched that episode where it was mentioned. I mean, I mean the UFO abductions. Anyway. Uh, anyway, I tried actually to wake up, and to my surprise, it actually worked. So you were able to, so you yes, became I, conscious that you were in a dream. Yes, yes I okay. became conscious in a dream. And I actually managed to wake up, and I opened my eyes, and I couldn't move except for my eyeballs. And I looked to my uh, right, and if you look at the images of which I sent you, it, it shows what I saw. This uh, short... Uh, shed like one like five foot tall uh, shadow man standing right next to my bed and it had like this strange uh, triangle shaped spike on its on its head but uh, actually i made multiple images of it later uh, so you can check it out what i seen uh, wow. for some yes for some strange reason i get i get the feeling that it's a uh, it's malicious and it's a uh, trying to hurt and it tries to hurt me i mean that's the feeling i get so i i actually uh, make an attempt to stand up from my bed and uh, attack it but i couldn't move and i started to struggle and i could uh, feel my muscles like uh, not uh, loosen up but what, what's, what's the other word tense no not tense I could, uh, they they tense up like yes. Uh, feel my muscles flex and then suddenly if it was it was like I was struck by electricity I mean you probably get the feeling and I uh, and I wake up suddenly and I can move and uh, this uh, apparition disappeared I mean it wasn't there it was just gone yes yes and one one strange thing was that when I woke up I was on my back and I back then I usually slept on my uh, belly so I was in a sleeping position, which I normally wasn't in. Now, did this thing attempt to? Do you think it touched you, and that's that's why you no, fell? I, I I have a theory what it might have been doing, but uh, there's a bit more to this story. The ne- next day, I I come home, I go into my room, and uh, for my surprise, I find an incense burner inside my. Uh, inside my on, on my desk and i asked my father what, what is it and he told me it was against the demons and i, I asked him if he and this was the literally the only time i find an incense burner in my room so i asked him if he if he sees something because and he asked me why i and i told him that i had a very very strange dream and he said no no it was it was it's a uh, no he didn't see nothing and it is uh, and he just found it inside the the what what is it uh, the uh, inside one of the furniture basically 
they found it inside a piece it's of furniture. Inside the house when he was cleaning, or well, at least that's what he said, but I'm not sure if he was telling the truth there. I mean, okay. So it, it might, might have been possible that he actually seen this thing inside my room. He did some sort of exorcism. So yeah, yeah that that's that's really the first story in, in a nutshell. Interesting. So do you think is your family religious in any way? Christian or anything? I would say that non-atheistic. Non-atheistic, I mean. Like, uh, I think most of my family members believe in God. Okay. Okay. But maybe not just, maybe not like attending church regularly yes, like yes. that. Okay. Wow. And have you seen this thing since then? No, no. That was the only time I've seen this thing. Uh but what I think this thing was is like a, some sort of like ghost or apparition or like energy creature and it and it basically tries scaring people in their sleep to collect some sort of energy to keep itself uh, alive basically. I mean that that's what I think it might have been. But sometimes I I think that maybe my conclusion which I made in my dream was actually correct and it was just some alien. But I adopted it. Now, you said the incense was to cleanse demons. Now, do you think no, the fact that it... Oh, what was that, that? That's what my father said. That yeah. First. Yeah. Um, do you think that has anything to do with you not experiencing this again? Uh, maybe. I have no idea. Okay. I was going to say it, it could be a demon. I mean, it kind of sounds like it's M.O. I don't know if Reinhardt can confirm nor deny yeah, I mean, I've I've had my own uh, experiences with sleep paralysis on uh, two separate occasions, and I I have definitely seen this type of entity before when I was a child. Um, when you posted that, or when you sent me that picture for the first time, I knew right away what you were talking about. Um, it never came into my room, nor did it stand over my bed. I only ever saw it walking the perimeter of my home, um, but this looks very, very similar. Um, I think sleep paralysis as a phenomenon, there's definitely something to it psychologically. You know, uh, scientists have liked to explain it as I don't know uh, anything from faking to uh, psychological issues like trauma. But historically, I think it's called the Hat Man. Or the Night Hag. Yes, the Night Hag. Yes. Something yeah. like sitting on your chest or standing yeah. over your bed, keeping you down. Yeah. Um, by, by the way, I just want to interject and I want to clarify that scientists are gay and fake. And we shouldn't take them seriously. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> by, by the way, I have a friend who experienced the very, very similar thing, and he also seen this creature. So I, I think that sleep paralysis, in at least in most cases, are caused by like these ghosts or demons or energy creatures or something like that. Yeah, I agree. I think whether they're demonic spirits that are somehow manifesting. Uh, because they can't manifest without a body, typically, but it may be possible for them to 
manifest as something like this if they have the energy as a source. I don't know. It's it, There's legends of jinn as well, uh, beings of smokeless fire. And I kind of get get this feel uh, more like it's more like a black flame or shadow flame that this thing is made out of. But it definitely, to me, appeared like something smoky. Mm-hmm. That's the way its also, body seemed, like it was all swirling. Same. I, I also have an other theory regarding this. I mean, mm-hmm. more more precisely, the paralysis part. Uh, when I woke up, I, the only thing I could move was my eyes, and my eyes are on a different neuron system than my, the rest of my body. Like you know, it goes through my my uh, spine and the people's spine. You get what I'm saying? So I think that it used some sort of like electricity to block the electrons from firing up my spine, and that's how it made me unable to move. And the moment that I felt the, the like the electricity hit me. I was still, uh, suddenly able to move, so I think that was that. Uh, that's what might have been happened, but I'm not 100% sure. Interesting. So maybe maybe it does have a a scientific explanation, but we would call it magic or supernatural. Yes. Um, maybe it is an actual being. Maybe maybe an alien. Aliens don't always yeah. abduct. They they can yes. do things in your bed. Yes. Personally, I think it was a ghost of some sort, but or mm-hmm. something, so some sort of energy, energy creature. But, but like it, it can paralyze you with some sort of. I mean, it, the paralysis can have some sort of scientific explanation, quote unquote, scientific. Right. <laughs> scientific, but also something spiritual or something what yes. we would call supernatural. We just can't explain it. I think that happens way too often. It's, I've heard it said, and I agree, magic is just science that we don't understand, but it's all together. So you haven't seen this thing since it's been, what, three years, you said? Yes, yes. I've only seen it once in my life. Only once. So you've only, have you ever had any other experiences, not like this, but anything supernatural before we get to your next story? Well, uh, let me think, like, very minor stuff which might actually have been just a quote-unquote misunderstanding like mm-hmm. one, one thing i can i can think of is a couple of years before this was in the middle middle of summer and night and and i couldn't sleep because someone was walking outside the uh, inner courtyard things i mean i live in a house with multiple flats in it i'm not sure if you can imagine but there's an inner uh, courtyard like things surrounded by uh, houses or I mean flats right and uh, and i and i hear uh, someone walking outside and i go out and look and there's no one there and it was like four in the morning or something like that and eventually i went back to bed and i managed to sleep but it, it might have been literally nothing yeah i've had that situation as well um, both inside my house and outside where it's very clear footsteps and the house I grew up in, it's only, it was a single family home. So it was just, it was me and my mother at the time. And, um, yeah, I heard heavy, heavy boots wandering around in our attic. Um, and then I heard it outside our house as well, where, uh, we had gravel, so rocks instead of like a, a concrete driveway for our cars. So I could hear heavy boots again on the rocks um, scratching around, went out, looked, 
and there's absolutely nothing. So I think sometimes they can be tricks of the mind, maybe, but more often than not, in my experience, there's something to them. Um, and sometimes they can lead to much more involved situations like yours. Um, one thing I wanted to know, you talked about when you were walking on the streets. Yes. Uh, you were seeing people, but they were almost yes. washed out. Yes. Almost, it was almost like blurry watercolor. Yeah. Blurry, blurry watercolor. They looked a bit similar to the shadow people I seen, but like much, much less black and much more transparent. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I've I've heard things from former New Age people as well um, that have done like occult meditation and entering the spirit world. And uh, before before you uh, go on, I just want to say that New Age people give us a really, really bad name. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're just straight up conjuring demons. They're entering a, a realm of darkness because they see the same thing mm-hmm. that you described. Um, the thousands of beings all around. It's very strange. Nobody tried to talk to you or, or looked at you or anything. Uh, so, sorry, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, uh, the people that you were seeing on the streets or this entity. Yeah. No, no, tr- no, no, it didn't talk to me. Okay. I don't think it could talk, actually. Why do you say that? Well, it didn't have a mouth. But maybe maybe it could have, but uh, I'm not, not sure. It, it looked like something that if I put my hand through it, it would go right through it. So something transparent, yeah. yeah. It wasn't transparent, but it was very smoky. True, like it, okay. It was a bit transparent at the edges. Okay. And like, like you were drip uh, black ink onto a paper. Something like that, maybe. So very much like your, like your interpretation that you put down in ink. Yes. Wow. Uh, did you notice what time in the middle of the night this was? Uh, I'm not, not entirely sure, but I had to go to bed like one or two in the morning, so maybe three or four o'clock. Okay. Yeah, a lot of times people have these experiences at three, three fifteen in the morning. It's it's a whole inversion of the supposed time that Jesus died, three fifteen in the afternoon. So they call it the, the the quote witching hour. I don't know if there's anything to that, but that is interesting. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jack? Have you had any any experience with a being like this or sleep paralysis? Um, I haven't had anything with sleep paralysis. Um, I mean, currently where I live now, almost nightly, I would say, uh, I constantly hear kind of like footsteps, cabinets opening and closing, you know, I'm the only one here. Um, I mean, even hear sounds occasionally coming from the bathroom of like the toilet, like the lid opening and shutting. Oh, geez. Yeah. I've just grown to accept it. <laughs> Let's exercise that crap, man. We need to get you back with Tom. Uh, yeah, I mean, we all know what happened the last time a paranormal attempted an exorcism. It didn't go well. Why? Why? What happened? Uh, he he uh, did it wrong or something. He forgot some things, and it just made things worse. The angered the ghost or what? Yeah, I can't remember the specifics. It was way back. I was going to say, that was before my time, I want to say. Yeah, it was. Um, 
Yeah, when it comes to getting rid of these things, I mean, I've I've grown up as a Christian, believing in God, of course. Uh, grew up in more Protestant faith, less Catholic, but I have seen Catholic exorcisms performed uh, two occasions. Um, the process by which you do it, I always grew up with prayer. Um, whether you read the words of Jesus or just pray, um, you know, kind of have to know what you're doing at that point. But it is interesting you mentioned the the incense, because that's not something typical here outside of um, uh, Native American tradition or what we call Wiccan. Again, bad name. By the way, I had a friend in, in high school. No, no, not in high school. Anyway, I had a friend who said to me once when we talk about ghosts that when he feel, has this unnerving feeling that uh, he's not alone and someone's watching him, usually lights a candle and it goes away. That's interesting. I've heard only stories of that. And was this person involved in anything, occult or otherwise? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. But not as far as I know, anyway. What would you say living in Hungary? I mean, are, are people interested in the occult there? No, is not it... really. Hmm. And it's more Christian there than Muslim, correct? Not really yes. Muslim? Okay. Uh, yes, sort of. But uh, I mean, really, religious it isn't like huge thing here. Okay. That, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, <clears throat> wow. I mean, that's that's probably one of the... Maybe it's because I've experienced something similar, but that's that story is kind of jarring to me. The fact that it never happened again with you either. It's oh. it's very interesting. You don't have a history of these dreams. Uh, you're not involved in like what's the what's the term? Lucid dreaming. Yeah, no, no. I'm not. By the way, I'm. Uh, I have to actually talk. Uh, about the people, about my paranormal experiences and things like that. And I find out that I actually know two people who had similar experiences like this one. Really? So, I, I, so yeah, so I think it's actually a pretty common thing. I mean, the shadow man sleep paralysis thing. Oh, yeah, these stories are very, very common of shadow men. I think whatever they are, they can't gain much more power to manifest beyond that form. Yes. I think it's it's difficult for them to even do that on a regular basis. Um, did they also have sleep paralysis in their situation? Uh, yes. Uh, well, one of the stories was like extremely similar. He couldn't move, and he seen this shadowy creature stare him from the doorstep. And the other one one see this small like black uh, rake like thing uh, crawl up. Uh, on her in his sleep and started to choke her and she couldn't oh, wow. move so that's that's like the two story i heard in a nutshell and that one's that one's very common when it comes to sleep paralysis that's where like the night hag will come from sit on your chest and choke you well then i i actually uh, found this uh, old painting i'm gonna, gonna share it if i if i see it oh sure Basically, it was something like this that she uh, described to me. Oh yeah, almost like a almost like a goblin imp 
kind of thing. Well, she told me it was small, and she told me it was. It looked like the rake. You know what that is, right? Yes. Yes, uh, just just dark, and that's it. That's terrifying. A small rake, though, because isn't the rake yes. supposed to be like six feet or something? It was a small rake. I mean, that's what she told me. Okay. Then does that come? from your area of Europe or um, uh, yes both of these stories comes from uh, like Hungary okay wow that's so weird it's Jack I don't know how common it is to experience something like that and then find two of your friends have had the so similar situation I personally think that this is actually pretty common and just people don't talk about it because smart people think that ghosts don't exist and if they talk about it they will be seen dumb to like the uh, upper middle class threats. Yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot more people have spiritual experiences than they than they want to admit, but they were so conditioned since the 20th century and this age of reason uh, that none of this is real, and if you believe in it, then you're weak. Or stupid. Or, or stupid. Or insane. Right. You're unintelligent. Well... I don't or, think that's they, the case. or they just don't want to talk about it because they are traumatized by it. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I think we can all agree here that's not the case at all. Yes. But there is something out there. Uh, Jack, do you have any thoughts? Mm, he muted himself. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I uh, put in the chat. Um, I'll be listening still. I, I just have a thing I got I to gotta do. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I see what you're doing. Gotcha. No problem. Okay. So, so I, you have that story. Yes. So I should should I move on to the next one? Yeah, let's let's hear about this. He said it's a little more okay. it's a little more lighthearted. Well, lighthearted if you are at the good end of it. Uh, <laughs> basically, it, it happened happened in uh, 2020 August. I have a circle, of, but I have a multiple circle of friends, but I have this particular circle of friends. And there's a common thing about us that we all hate this one guy. Uh, he's like the most extreme uh, case of uh, narcissistic personality disorder I have ever witnessed. Oh, God. He's a journalist also. Of course. <laughs> anyway, uh, he actually got this uh, low... Uh, Land Rover Defender to try it out, like lent to him or given to him because of his job to try it out. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to write about it to promote it. Anyway, he was pretty happy and uh, started flexing on his in- Instagram about it to people. And w- when I heard about it, and uh, you probably gonna know already how it's gonna end because you've seen the image, but when I uh, when we heard about it, I wrote it into the group, uh, group chat that I hope he broke uh, breaks the car into a thousand pieces. Literally the next day, I, I'm at work and I have this uh, stronger feeling that yeah, the, yeah, he already broke the car into a thousand pieces. And I go to the uh, go to take a break. I check my phone and uh, my friend uh, sent me the image which you already seen there. And basically, he, 
Yeah, broke. Uh, managed to get into an accident with the car. No. Sorry, can you hear me? Oh, for some reason I got put on mute there. Um, <laughs> no, was he uh, was he injured at all? Uh, no, 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 nothing. Except his pride. <laughs> taking <laughs> taking down a journalist a few notches. <laughs> yes. So what do you think happened? I mean, what do you do? You think it's just uh, well, a coincidence? Do you? I don't think it's a coincidence because I I knew that I knew that he broke his car before I actually received confirmation about it. I I, I don't know. Maybe the eye of God shine upon me that day. <laughs> maybe a little bit of a divine intervention yes, of some yes. kind, or something less than divine. Yeah, so or, or some some creature with, with power or some or something like that. But but personally, I think or maybe maybe. And this is highly unlikely, that by, but maybe I have like these these uh, supernatural abilities, and I just don't know I have them. Well, I think there is something to a collective will, whether that be positive or negative, that can be enforced upon people. Um, I think curses, hexes, those kinds of things actually do have power, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. And sometimes us putting out negative i hate to use the term negative energy but sometimes us putting that out i, I think this energy was pretty positive <laughs> oh yeah in this case maybe <laughs> wow oh, it's all a matter of point of view that's 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 true i mean so, we yeah. have to remember i don't know if you heard jack but this guy was a journalist anyway so well he's not human so nothing of value is lost <laughs> and he wasn't hurt, so. Well, that's a shame. At least you have nothing on your conscience there, but. You shouldn't, anyways. <laughs> that's fair. Good evening. I hate journalists. As we should. Anyway, I added a few more pictures about the accident. Wow. This guy must have. Oh, what did he run into a pole, run off the road? Looks mm-hmm. like he flipped his car. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but it requires talent to put a car in a state like this on a road that small. Yeah, that seems like a pretty small back road. Yes, actually. Good lord. Oh, so, yeah, that, those two were my, my stories. Basically, the two major one, which I, I, I think was pretty quote-unquote paranormal. No, definitely. I I think there's no doubt, especially about the first one. That that one to me sounds definitely like something dark. Uh, the second one that could be a manifestation of just will. I hate to say will to power, but <laughs> that could or have been could, in play. It could have been a journalist just trying to like be cool like me. <laughs> no one can be as cool as you when they flip yeah. their truck, Jack. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, and I bet this retard didn't even stand on top of it and smoke a cigarette afterwards. Probably not. Totally no. not, Chad. Not impressed. <laughs> oh, one, 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 one funny bit is yeah, this guy has a friend who, we, who I also know. And he told me that when he received news about it, he got into his car, drived up to the scene, got out of his car, walked up to him as, uh, as he was interviewed by police, pointed his finger at him and started laughing really loud and obnoxiously. <laughs> and that really happened. Wow. That friend is definitely a Chad. Yes. God, so nobody <laughs> liked this dude. That's funny. 
I mean, rightfully so. Well, yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your stories. I mean, and you've got artwork and pictures to go with them. Yes. It's amazing you putting this down. Like I said, I've seen this before, so I can corroborate your experience. And, of course, your friends can as well. Mm-hmm. Have you ever – so clearly you're a Paranormies listener. Um, have you ever been – interested in the paranormal before this like in experiences uh, um, be- before this yes but not to that much of a degree i started being really interested in the last year okay so but, but i was in- interested since i was a teenager though not very heavily right yeah it's a typical case of once you experience something you want to learn more mm-hmm no, it's just like the the, the girl that well, we had uh, last time on Paranormies. You know, she was never interested in UFOs or any of the like, and she had two experiences and suddenly became interested. What what really interests me really is why, why are uh, these things are deliberately kept from us? That that's what really interests me. Why they're kept from us? Yes, yes. I I think that. Uh, uh, the fact that quote unquote this paranormal experience is like Bigfoot ghosts, UFOs, other type of stuff is uh, the fact that uh, these uh, topics are mocked and ridiculed by the mainstream science and media is, is deliberately made so we, uh, people, so the common masses are kept away from topics such as these. Right. And I want to know the reason why. Yeah, I think. This is something that I've talked about recently a couple of times, uh, the idea of this supernatural world as opposed to the natural. I think it's all natural. It's all part of, of this of this realm that we live in. Uh, but relegating these things to supernatural, it's denying part of that world. Uh, for thousands of years, humans lived in settlements and knew that there were places they shouldn't go whether they're forests in Europe or places in the desert, uh, mountains, they knew that something else lived in the world with them, and there were simply just places that they didn't belong. When we start relegating all of these things to something that doesn't exist, we ignore that, and I think we anger them, whether they're good or bad. We anger them, we encroach on their territory. And I think a lot of these cases are, whether they're malicious or simply beings kind of fighting back little by little, I don't know. I'm not necessarily sure if I can call that ghost thing, like malicious, I think. I I don't think it was bad for quote-unquote humans, but I don't think that something... uh, I mean, if my theory about him feeding on like some sort of human energy... To keep itself alive, I'm not entirely sure if I would classify that as malicious, but uh, but uh, something that is just simply opposed to humans. Right. Or maybe not. Yeah, we've, I know before the show we were talking about uh, the Giant of Kandahar episode. Yes. Um, we're told in ancient texts that the spirits of the giants became dark spirits that were cursed to roam the earth. And that's why they're so malicious against us. Uh, yeah. Because we can experience things in the physical that they can't. 
Um, so I think feeding off of us, possessing our bodies, they're just trying to get back to the state of physical being. I kind of disagree with this. Uh, I think that uh, how should I put this in? Giants, n- not in all cultures, have like such a bad quote-unquote uh, connotations or right or like fame. I I think uh, I think Jews just uh, uh, but Jews hated them because they had a. But actually, if you read the Torah, which is like the actually giants are the only reason to read the Torah. But if you actually bother to read the Torah, there are like stories about Jews uh, fighting against giants. So I I think they have a. They have, uh, for this reason in their mythology, pretty quote-unquote bad names, but I think they are just uh, living creatures like any other. Maybe a bit more dangerous to humans because of their size, obviously. Right. Well, yeah, that that's part I mean, of the whole I, I, I personally on... don't believe that they are like fallen angels who are cursed oh, okay. or something. Yeah, that, that gets into a whole other conversation that you know we can have on paranormies and I've talked about on on my Telegram channel recently, um, but yeah, whole other conversation. But whatever it is, these things are part of the natural world. We have real experiences with them, and for some reason, the powers that be call them Jews, call them whatever. They don't want us to understand that. Yes, I do agree. They want to keep us down and keep us totally tethered to quote science and journalistic gotcha science um, and homosexuality well of course homosexuality trainees uh, eventually some some might say some might say uh they they like to shut things down if you will oh sometimes they've been known to do that once or twice (laughs) oh man well pascal i really appreciate you sharing your your stories here and your artwork. I mean, this has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, not really. Maybe. Not not really, actually. Okay. I mean... Well... Oh, sorry, continue. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, I just wanted to say, I'm not, not entirely sure if I can say this in this in this show, but, but, but like, fuck, fuck the big news people. That, that's, that's it. Hell exactly. yeah. This is exactly the show. You should say, you should say that. Hell all. yeah, border. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, I don't know what platforms are you on, so feel free to cut that part out if it's... No, no we're, we're already kicked platform. off everything that we can be kicked off of. You're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, and this just goes on our website and on Telegram anyway, so, so we don't have to worry about any other platforms. Um, is there anything that you'd like to share, uh, like, Social media, a website. Uh, sure, uh, sure. I, I'm gonna give you a link after this. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Any links you give me, we'll put them in the show notes. Um, okay. we'll put them out there with the episode. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, if there's nothing else, Jack, do you have anything? Uh, I got nothing other than just keep sending your stories, and we'll keep pumping these out. Yeah, uh, you can send your stories to us at paranormiescampfire at gmail.com. You can find us on Telegram at t.me slash theparanormiespresent. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I don't know how I'm still on Twitter, but I am at ironicguard and also on Telegram at t.me slash nephilimhour. Uh, 
get in touch with us, send us your stories, uh, come join us on social media and hang out. Send us your takes. It's always fun. Also, last thing, we do have t-shirts available. Uh, so the website is dissidentapparel.com. It's slash ally slash paranormies. There you go. Thank you. I couldn't remember if they'd put it as paranormies present or just paranormies. But yeah, dissident apparel uh, slash ally slash paranormies. We have three designs available, 20 bucks each, and we'll be putting out more over the year. All right. We are going to get out of here. Once again, I am Reinhard von Krieger with Jack Hoffman and Pascal. Everybody have a great day. Time travel makes you gay. Bye.